0: The number two internet radio program according to CrossStreamLive.com. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Wow, oh wow, are we behind. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio broadcast. We are going to go live to our next guest. She's going to join us on the old Skip Skype. The old Skype hey, already, yes indeed. And uh, it strikes back. It's like Empire Strikes Back or something. I don't know. But, um, Okay, well, we'll do this. She will give us a holla, holla, holla here in just a few moments. And uh, i seen six minutes ago. We'll see if she calls us back. If she doesn't, then we will uh, go to Pam Oaks. So, uh, get a hold of us online, jiggyjaguar.com, dot rcom And uh, I've moved some things around on my screens and uh I think it's going to be much better for me, hopefully. Much, much, much better. Let's try this again. She's back online on the old Skype. We'll see if she's there. And uh we'll get our guest in here. Get a hold of us online at com for more information, iHeartRadio and everything else. And uh, we have got a great guest joining us today here on the old Skip Skype. And uh, for that, we are going to have her do her own introduction here, just in case I miss anything. Go ahead, my friend. Jump in there and give me a brief introduction on yourself.
1: I'd like to hear you try to pronounce my name, personally.
0: <laughs> oh well, I, I was going to, but 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 what we usually what we usually do here is I is I have the guests do their own introduction because there's a lot of times I'll I'll bring you on and I'll mention your book. Or I'll mention your website or I'll mention a movie or whatever. And then they jump down my throat and they go, well, you didn't mention my Pinterest account. (laughs) So I just kind of have decided, well, we'll just let you uh, do your own thing. But let's take a shot at this. Um, The last name is Yazanyar? That's very close, Yaz donyar, Yaz, so, so Yaz It looks a lot scarier
1: than it is. It's actually Yaz Donyar Now, the first name is totally out there and crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm imagine growing up with that name here. I always knew that I was going to get called when the substitute teacher took this deep breath and just looked at my name and was like, <gasps> okay, okay, now what do I say?
0: <laughs> well, you know what is, what is funny about that whole thing is uh, I had a uh, – a math teacher in, in sixth grade when I started using my middle name, which is ro Jean. Well she referred to me as Ro-Game. Um,
1: oh so, uh, well, hopefully okay, in sixth grade no one really knew what that is yet. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, my my first name is Mernush. My last name is Yazdan yeah, Yar. Uh, um, and I am um, an Iranian-American. I was born in Iran. I moved to the United States when I was three, and I – I uh, lived here I mean if I tell you how long then you're gonna know how old I am <laughs> for the past thirty seven years. Um, and I have um the great pleasure of being an attorney that's actually happy, that loves what she does and that's I, awesome. I specialize in same, yeah, in sanctions law, mm-hmm. which is um uh a, a unique area of law. Uh, growing up, I always felt like there was just such a big misunderstanding um, between the different cultures, between being Iranian-American from, from people that weren't familiar with it. As an Iranian-American, I've had the privilege of being able to experience the beauty of both cultures and to see that we share more similarities and differences. And so, you know, it was a always a great passion of mine to try to somehow um, do something in, in whatever profession I chose that would help bridge that gap, and I ended up going to law school, and the area of law that I specialize in is actually um, assisting Iranian Americans, um, or anyone who's getting caught um, between the, the sanctions and this, basically between the this, this war that's been going on between the two governments, because a lot of people don't realize that... The sanctions that we hear so much about have a direct impact on normal U.S. persons, normal citizens, like myself, who have been living here all of our lives, who have really no ties to the government of Iran, but we're first or second generation. So we have family in Iran. Um, we might have assets in Iran. We have inheritances in Iran. Yep. And the sanctions, the way they are, um, it's a comprehensive trade ban. And the common misconception is that there's such a big distinction between commercial and personal activities or non-commercial activities, and that really just isn't the case um, in practice. So what my firm has done for the past 11 years is you really try to bridge that gap, try to foster an understanding of how these sanctions are actually working in a negative way that impacts and, and for ourselves, for the US government, because they're basically wasting time uh, trying to, to implement things against people who have yeah. really no ties to Iraq. And by by not having more direct relationships between the countries, the ugly channel for the bad actors, you know, to engage bad activities. So basically what I've been up to and we, it's 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 been a it's been a wild ride. I've had Clients I had to go to prison defend and because they it was just a misunderstanding in the regulations that caused it there um, and and really just trying to just try to get the word out so that's kind of what
0: I've been up to <laughs> <laughs> now uh, talk to us about the you, you, you mentioned the sanctions there um, what, what are these basically done are, are these are, are, are these done for any real reason or are they just hey uh let's do do them and, and people will be think think we're getting tough on these people.
1: <laughs> well, I mean that's a great question. And it's you know, it so obviously the sanctions have had an impact on the economy of Europe. Right? I mean we're looking at it, it is on the verge of uh, collapse and yeah. um but but the question I think that I really look at is that um because sometimes, you know it's, if we think of it, well, we're just sanctioning the country, and then we pay lip service to the fact that we're not sanctioning the people. We yeah. love the people of Iraq. We're um, yeah. sanctioning the government. But when you're dealing with a government who has clearly shown that its people's interests are not what's important for them or it's not the, their priority, and they clearly don't care, they've mismanaged funds on so many different levels. Um, there are so many, you know, examples of human rights abuses that occur there. It's really, uh, you can't separate the two. You can't expect to say that I'm putting economic pressure on the the government of Iran, but it's not going to impact the people. Of course it's impacting the people. There are people that are starving. We've seen waves of protests. And so it is. it obviously is working, but to what extent? And I think where I have an issue with it is that it's as if, like, we say, well, we're sanctioning a country, but we're not – really directly injuring its people but you are and you have to own that so yes the sanctions can work um but any person who says i support the sanctions has to then own the fact that those sanctions that you're supporting are causing innocent people who have done absolutely nothing wrong by virtue of just being Iranian or living in Iran are suffering because of it i mean they just don't even have basic food to eat what was once uh, whatever item like eggs like I mean and this is like oil uh, yeah. eating to, to cook with you they can't afford it and I honestly don't know how how people are living and with the um, and, and and that is not putting pressure on the government and unless your hope is like we'll put so much pressure on the people they they're desperate and they get in the streets and they protest which they have and then what happens the government turns around and quells those protests by killing yeah. people and imprisoning people executing people and, and that's kind of the, the whole picture, and it's, that's the ugly picture that people need, need to accept. Well,
0: one of, one of the things that uh, I always find just so strange, and, and, and this is, you know, on both sides of, uh, of, of the political aisle, um, what is this fascination besides the fact they have oil? Uh, <laughs> that uh, that the government has with this, let's go bomb Iran. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's
1: obviously th- there's politically motivated action. I think being against yeah. Iran or wanting to go to war against Iran, um, it's it's not. And I'm speaking as an American citizen. Yeah. Right? I'm speaking as someone who loves the oh, country, yeah. who's been here uh, all my life. You know. In in my viewpoint, a war against Iran is against the interests of the United States. We simply are not at a place to, to do that. And the reasons that people that want to go to war against Iran are using to justify it it doesn't make sense because if you're saying that Iran engages in human rights abuse and that's what your problem is, then what about all the other countries that the United States are allied with that, that engage in those same abuses, right? Or if your position is that, you know, they, they fund terrorist activities, again, there have been other countries that have fostered terrorists and, and we don't extend it. So when there is a disconnect between what people are – they, they advocate war in one scenario and not in another, then you have to question – the the beliefs, the agenda, the, the why that person is. It's, it's, not, it's not a belief system that's the same. So it has to be motivated by an agenda. And I think that yeah. that's what it, what it has come down to with Iran. And what's particularly frustrating for me is that um, in the case with Iran, you have a unique situation where you have about a million Iranian-Americans living in the United States. You have Iranians in Iran who – don 't have this this hatred that people may often think that that there is for uh, the u s and, and i'm talking about the majority obviously just like just like in our country we have seen we have all sorts of viewpoints that 's also the same in iran but but there isn't this general hatred of the United States or hatred of the west it 's actually quite contrary but when we come down and we advocate war or when we come down and we advocate harsher sanctions and you're basically driving these poor people farther and farther into the ground, it, it's hard for them to make, not listen to what their government is telling them, which is like, these people want to destroy us, these people want to destroy our country. And, and that's, that's very problematic for me. And then in that, from a general standpoint, you know, what, what would it accomplish? To go to war with Iran, it just doesn't—it yep. just doesn't make sense. And yep. the last thing we need right now is another war, draining our resources. Is another war, you know, just just tearing us further apart as a nation. This is a time for us that we need to really come together and 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 really find that that one little thread that still links us together as a country and is holding our democracy together. We need the strength of that. We don't need to put ourselves in a position that's going to tear that farther apart. Okay.
0: I completely agree with you on that. <laughs> Uh, we have got a tremendous, tremendous guest with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. And uh I am gonna take a stab at this. Marnoush <laughs> Yezendar is with us. That
1: is not and, so bad. I don't
0: uh, <laughs> uh, She joins us live here in the broadcast. You can get more information on her website com. That's Y A Z D-A-N Y A R Law dot com. And uh, she joins us today here on our big program. And uh, you have definitely been a treat, my friend. I have really enjoyed chatting with you, and I definitely want to do this again. And, uh, Absolutely. With um, what, what what exactly are you? You know, I, I know that you're going on all these radio programs and all these TV shows and things. What what what, what are you trying to get accomplished and get out there for folks?
1: So I um. I guess what it is is that I'm tired of all this negative noise that's out there, and it's all about hating one side or the other, and I believe it's truly easier to hate something or someone that you do not understand. And yes. my faith, my person, who I am, my community, and where I come from, if you take the chance to get to know me, it will be very hard for you to continue hating um, Iranians, Iran, the culture, anything at, at that level. And, and when I say you, as any person that doesn't know or understand, yeah. the whole yeah. point of this is to kind of create a dialogue that, that says, you know, Iran and what you see in the media and what you hear about it, that's not what Iran is and that's not who Iran is. Iran is a country with a beautiful history, thousands and thousands of years old, that certainly should not be judged by the government that's ruling it for the last 40 years. There's a lot of Americans who would never want the identity of America to be defined by one particular administration, correct? And so that's where we are. And I, I just, as someone who's incredibly familiar with both cultures, it's, that's, that's my passion. And so I, I've always, um, so I grew up here, I'm a huge football fan. I'm a Denver Broncos fan. <laughs> um, I know we're having a tough year, <laughs> you know, it's really been downhill after our Super Bowl. But, um, but I would travel every year, and I'd go to Denver, And I'd go anywhere they were playing. And a lot of times I'd go to places, and and I'm from California, but um, a lot of other states don't have a a high populace of Iranian Americans. So people would just kind of look at me and be like, well, where are you from? Well, you you look American. And we'd sit at a bar, we'd have a beer, we'd watch football, and we'd start talking. And it didn't matter if you're a Democrat. It didn't matter if you're a Republican. It didn't matter if you knew who Iran, what Iran The minute they were like, well, where are you actually from? And I told them they were just shocked. And then they had all these questions. And it always ended with even if we didn't agree, even if we didn't agree on the same policy, even if we didn't agree on certain points, even if one person was from one political party and one was another, there was dialogue, there was understanding, and there was respect because we had common grounds that we could start on. And and that's kind of what I hope to achieve is that, you know, if anyone's listening, it's like just just learn what you're – disliking so badly and I use that same when I come across that same philosophy and mentality when I come across Iranians or any other background you know that, that have very strong viewpoints about another nationality or another country it's kind of like okay well before you do that like, what do you know about what do you know about that culture you know because and I don't think many governments want us to do that because I guess it's easier it's easier to follow an agenda of hate if you don't understand what's hate
0: yes I uh, I completely <laughs> agree with you on everything there my friend. Uh, we have got a great guest with us today, and uh, she joins us live here in our her broadcast. And uh, I appreciate you making time for us today, and I definitely want to have you back. Uh, keep in touch with us, my friend, and have yourself a wonderful day.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for your time.
0: Thank you, my friend. There she goes. And uh, Marnouche Garizondar? Garizondar? I am Jiggy Jag, the Ugly American. No bridge necessary void when prohibited by law. 18 terms and conditions apply. Let's send details.